Audible presents Science News, the weekly audio news magazine of science for August 11, 2012. Some of what's making news this week, extreme hot spells are rising. Temperature records reveal inexorable warming and increasing episodes of extreme heat. Also this week, news that monkey brains are sensitive to others' flubs. And researchers say thinner isn't always better for diabetics. The feature story is called Himalaya Rush. The race is on to understand the surprisingly mixed outlook for glacial melting in these high mountains. And we conclude this week with a story from the Science Life called Saving Primates with a Dog and Scat. We begin with our top news story this week. It's written by Janet Roloff entitled Extreme Hot Spells Rising. It's not your imagination. Not only are extremely hot temperatures occurring more frequently across the globe, but those heat waves are getting more severe. Back in the 1950s, temperatures on any given summer day were just as likely to be near average as they were to be unseasonably high or low. Climatologist James Hansen of NASA's Goddard Institute for Space Studies in New York City likens that scenario to rolling a die with two sides each corresponding to low, average, and above normal temperature. Since the 1980s, that metaphorical die has increasingly become weighted toward delivering a warm day, Hansen and his co-workers report August 6 in the Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences. In fact, Hansen says since 2000 it's as though, on any roll, almost 4.5 sides will draw hotter than average summer heat. Hansen says the study also suggests that a new level of extreme heat is emerging that almost never occurred 50 years ago, formerly striking about two-tenths of one percent of the northern hemisphere in any given summer, this degree of anomalous warmth now strikes about ten percent of the land area. Within a decade, his data suggest, these hot spells could reach 16.7 percent of the hemisphere's summer weather. We're not showing that this is a consequence of an increase in carbon dioxide and other greenhouse gases, Hansen says. In fact, his team's analysis makes no attempt to attribute the underlying source of warming to any particular cause. He does volunteer, however, that there is a strong consensus within the scientific community that the warming we're seeing is primarily a response to an increase in greenhouse gases. Marcus Donnett and Lisa Alexander of the University of New South Wales in Sydney reported similar conclusions online July 31st in Geophysical Research Letters. Their group integrated daily temperature changes at monitoring stations across the globe to identify a shift toward warmer temperatures globally and year-round, with more days of extreme heat. The Sydney researchers found that increases in daily minimum temperatures, which tend to occur at night, rose most strongly. Compared with the period from 1951 to 1980, Daily minimum temperatures rose in three decades ending in 2010 by 0.8 degrees Celsius, 1.4 degrees Fahrenheit. The daily maximum increased in that second period by only 0.6 degrees Celsius. What's more, the new analysis shows, the temperature threshold exceeded on the hottest 5% of days in the first 30-year period was crossed 7% of the time in the more recent 30-year period, an increase of 40%. John Wallace of the University of Washington in Seattle says he's not surprised to see this shift toward more extremely warm days and hotter extremes within those periods. Just as a rising tide lifts all ships, he says, 
there's good reason to believe that growing global warming should elevate warming extremes. Computer projections of Earth's changing climate call for such a pattern. If a trend in that direction is detectable already, Wallace says, that would constitute an important finding. But to be convinced, he'd like to see a longer track of temperatures broken down by region and covering both land and water, not just land temperature, as here. The focus by both papers on temperature changes in recent decades, as opposed to all types of weather extremes including floods, storms, droughts, and more, constitutes picking a relatively easy target, says Thomas Knudsen of the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration's Geophysical Fluid Dynamics Laboratory in Princeton, New Jersey. Still, she says, the new data are interesting and underscore the substantial changes already underway in terms of surface temperatures and their extremes.